On this episode of High Fives with Blake and Eric, we make a whole lot more Mortal Kombat references as we count down our five characters that should be included in the Mortal Kombat universe. Round two, fight. I think so. I mean, if you want me to give it a try, I guess I could, but I don't know if I'd do much better than that. Go ahead. Okay, um... <clears throat> On this week's episode of High Fives with Blake and Eric, we make a whole lot more Mortal Kombat references as we count down our top five guest characters in Mortal Kombat. Oh, fuck, I screwed that up. All right, we're going to go with mine then. Yeah. <laughs> no reason to do it again. <laughs> I had a little more energy, but then again, you did it correctly. So, so yeah, like which one are you going to go with? Like, yeah, you want to go with the, the one correct right. one or the one that sounds better? Yeah, I don't know. Tough, tough call. Okay, I'm gonna like do a legit bring like um start to the show here. So, get okay, ready. do you want to do do you want to do the thing where like I introduce you, you introduce me? I'm just gonna introduce both of us. Okay. Just going to get it out of the way. Ready? Yeah. All right. And we're back, everybody, for another fantastic episode of High Fives with Blake and Eric. I, of course, am the other guy, Blake Style. Why I'm going first, I don't know. But uh, sitting, well, not here, but he's he's here, but not here, here, is Eric Carlson. Let's hear it for him, everybody. Quiet, quiet down, everybody. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get stop we the need applause. To, we got stop. a show to do, people. I, I love you too. I love you too out there. Okay, okay. Quiet down, everybody. Oh man, we got to start the show, guys. Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. Oh. All right, that's enough. <laughs> How are you, Mister Style? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, You're already getting angry, and that's that makes that means it's going to be a good well, show. The, it, <laughs> you know. I appreciate the applause, but at some point, it's like they're, it's like they're mocking us, you know. Yeah, eventually it's sounding sarcastic. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, um, if you, if the listeners out there are listening to this right now, which they probably are, that's what makes them listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Mortal Kombat X is in the wild. And available for human consumption, which I am super jealous of because I'm in the past when we're still like three days away from its release. And uh, I think I speak for both of us when I say that we are on uh, we are on figurative pins and needles in anticipation. Um, yeah, I was definitely figurative, not literal. Yeah. That, literal whoever says literal, literal pins and needles is either an idiot or a masochist. It's one or the other. You, or no, it could be both. It's not mutually exclusive. That's that's true. If you're a masochist, that is pretty stupid anyway. So. Well, I mean, unless we're talking about the bedroom. <laughs> Calm down. Sorry. Sorry, I, I, I was out of line. <laughs> Got too excited. <laughs> uh, so I actually, um, for the longest time, well, I pre-ordered it from GameStop because I want Goro. And then I went back and forth 
between because I saw on the Xbox Marketplace they ha- actually had the premium edition that comes with like um, the four extra characters that they're going to add at a later date, Goro, and like a whole bunch of extra costumes uh, for a price of ninety dollars, but it was actually nine dollars off, so it was like eighty dollars and ninety nine cents. So I went back and forth between which version to get and i my wife finally told me to just download the more expensive one because whatever she is um i don't know she's she's awesome but she doesn't really like limp uh, how do i put this she doesn't police your spending habits like you right like. right like she should have probably just said like just because the reason I was uh, reluctant to pull the trigger on it was because I could wait like f- six months or so. And uh, sooner or later, it would inevitably be on sale for like half off. So I'd, I'd get all those characters for like 15 bucks instead of 20. But then she's like, it's $5. Just buy it now. You And stop bothering me, you fucking idiot. I'm like, I'm sorry. I think it's funny that like you're upset. You're like, she should have known better than to let me do this. Like, as opposed to, like, I should have known better than to do this. It's like, no, uh, she's got to be the adult because I am certainly not going to be. I'm a, I'm a man child, all right? What are you talking about? You're on a podcast. So there's nothing That's more true. adult than being on a podcast. That's very true. Um, so I guess you are just I got one. Dying to give Netherrealm your money, though, aren't you? Like, you I w- can't I give them your to. money fast enough. That is very true. Um, they deserve all my money, quite frankly. <laughs> like they came out with um this mobile game for Mortal Kombat X, which is a lot like Injustice mo- uh, mobile game, and uh, which and they also came and they're very similar in how they play. If you played them, you know it's very just like you tap the screen to do combos, and then you either win or you lose. That's basically the premise of it. But they also came out with this WWE version of it, which I was like, why don't you just make this into a full retail game? Because I would buy that, too. Like, <laughs> just just keep pumping them out, man. Like, I will keep I will keep giving you my money. Just keep putting out because they're the only fighting game I like. Like, I own Marvel versus Capcom three for the 360. I have like three different versions of Street Fighter. And like, I get some play out of them. But at the end of the day, I'm just like. I could take them or leave them, but Nether Realms games, God damn it! I don't know what it is, but I just love them so, so very, very much. Yeah, so much that you give them the money before you even find out if like the game is good. What if this game comes out and like it's broken to shit, and you just spent ninety bucks on a broken game, and then they never fix it because they already got your money. Well, for one, that's just not going to happen. All right. Because I fully like, I've been following this game pretty. Um, oh, you know Ed Boon. You know Ed Boon closely, so you know that he would never do that we're, to you. We're pretty tight. <laughs> no, I've I've watched many people play the game. Um, like I've watched some of their live streams. I don't watch them live because I got shit to do. But I fast forward through them later on when they're on YouTube. Uh, so I've seen people play it. It looks just as uh, tight as. Mortal Kombat 9 was back in 2011. So I'm very confident in this game. And, you know, I, I when I was just, uh, when I just had the original version pre-ordered, 
uh, at GameStop. There is always the possibility that I can be like, nah, fuck it. I don't want it and cancel it. But I bought that shit. I didn't just pre-order it. I just, I straight up bought it like a week before it came out. So if it does turn out to be bad, then yes, then I am actually screwed because I own that game. But like I said, fully confident that it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Just make it make it so that game designers never have to worry about releasing a good game because they get all their money up front and they don't ever have to worry about no. bad word of mouth because you've already given no, them see, all your money. That That argument is... I think a little ridiculous because whether I think I, you're ridiculous. Whether I pre-ordered the game or not, all right? I pre-ordered it cuz I you get Goro for free. Um I don't normally pre-order games. Whether I pre-ordered it, pre-ordered it or not, I would have bought it day one anyway, like even probably before reviews came out and even if they came came out and got like sevens i'd probably still buy it because i i know i will have fun with it just like wwe games this this last one that came out like last november um i didn't pre-order it mind you because like i just said i don't really do that but i will buy that game it came out and got like 5.5 and i still bought it well way to to way to reward them for making a shitty game no see because while i i understand that people don't like it and while i under stand where people are coming from when they fall find faults in it when i play it i have fun playing it and that's why i bought the game right away is because i know regardless of what's in the package i will have fun and isn't that what video games is all about mr carlson no video games are about getting the highest resolution you can physically get this is at least according to pc gamers highest resolution uh 60 frames per second at least at least. And uh, is, there, is there anything more than that right now? Huh? Um, making sure that you spend less money than what you'd spend on a console to build your computer. Man, you're going to get us in trouble if you keep talking you know like you, you know are. You know what? Fuck them. If there's any PC gamers that really take like offense to this, fuck them. Even... You know, even if they do take offense to it, um, they're probably just going to be like, whatever, you play your stupid console game. So Peasant. I got my master race PC over here. Exactly. So they're, they're doing just fine is what I'm saying. I have no <laughs> ill will towards them, but on more than one occasion, they seem to have ill will towards me because they think consoles are awful. It's really weird because it's like, it started out as just like, oh yeah, it's better gaming on PC. And then it was like, no, 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 now you're stupid if you buy consoles to the point where there's like PC Master Race was the joke. It was like, oh, yeah, this is like this PC Master Racer over here. And now then it became, it was like, yeah, we are. And now it's like, oh, yeah, you are. It's like, you don't know if it's a joke or if it's serious now. Well, I listened to um, the Giant Bombcast uh, from giantbomb.com. It's a pretty pretty solid podcast. It's a good group of guys. But I do get annoyed because they're constantly just like, oh, this game came out. Like, yeah, it's really good. I'm just going to wait to play it on PC, though. Like, And I get it. That's the way they like to play play the game, so I can't hate on them too much. But like, it just... And I don't know. I, I can't really complain because I actively consume uh their their podcast under my own free will no one's holding a gun up to me but it does get a little trying just hearing them talk about like how you know great pc is over console 
Um, but like like I said, I only have myself to blame. You know, if I don't like it, I can just stop listening. You can just blame like, them. Hey, this is our like, podcast. You can blame them if you want. Yes, but just like people listening to this podcast, they don't have to listen to it either, unless you're uh, Scott Nash. Yeah, you have to listen, Scott. You, you ha- if you're listening to this, good because you have to. This isn't an option anymore, motherfucker. That got violent. I'm an angry. I'm an angry person. Apparently, but um, yeah. So uh, back to you, uh, if we want to go back to your original point about um, pre-orders. Uh, oh, what was your original point? My point is that you are basically making the gaming world worse. Uh through pre-ordering. Yes. I guess I sort of uh, commented on that, but I think that there is a big leap in logic by saying that by pre-ordering, because you're arguing that uh, game developers look at pre-orders and they say like, all right, so we have X amount of money that's guaranteed. Yep. And so we don't need to make a better game. Exactly. What's the the point in trying to make a great game on launch day when you can just be like, well, if there's something wrong, we can patch it later. We already got the money in the bank. Well, yeah, I got to take I got a vacation. Two, I got two, at least two. Uh, going to buy a solid that. gold jet ski. One, I, I think developers still take uh, some um, amount of pride in their work. And at, at, you know, at some level, higher ups, they want to push that game out out the door obviously but i think developers that's why you see a lot of games from last year got pushed into 2015 and a lot of games from this year have already been pushed into 2016 like they still there's still a lot of people out there that want to make the best game that you uh that they can and like you said there are a lot of day one patches that fix a lot of broken games but i do not think that that is so much developers uh wanting to put out um something unfinished i think it's more uh publishers forcing the development team to make release windows it it doesn't uh, matter who it is that ends up saying it but it's just it's just the fact that like hey we got our money we don't need to let the developers finish the game push it it out there get it out there get it out there yes but it doesn't have anything to do with like oh we looked at uh pre-order score like no like i sincerely doubt that they look at pre-orders they give people probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to figure out how much a video game is going to sell even beyond pre-orders like uh, activision and call of duty i got to expect that there's somebody paid specifically to look at all right uh 2003's or th- 2013's version uh, sold this amount of money 2014 sold this amount of money uh we can we expect that this year's game will uh sell this much uh before christmas and uh, in the next giving given year uh we'll sell this amount on top of that i don't think that it's strictly like pre-orders will probably play a little role in that but it's not the sole bearer of information and again it's all about um it has more to do with uh getting um a video game out in a specific time frame like call of duty needs to come out in like that fall holiday time it regardless of if pre-orders are are there or not they're going to put it out then and uh, um when you say uh fix it 
uh, day one through patches. The one game that comes to mind is uh, Medal of Honor, I think a game that you actually own. No, I was thinking of like SimCity, EA Sport, EA SimCity. Now, that that had nothing to do with pre-orders. That was just them not understanding like how taxing having all those players on uh, their... Um, crap, what did they play on? Servers, Service? there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's what broke that game. And it's because they didn't know how many people were going to be playing their game But online. didn't they have a guy assigned specifically to look at how many people were going to be buying that game? But even even if they did, this is completely the opposite of the point you were trying to make. They didn't know how many people were going to buy their game and play it. And so... So why invest like, the money? Why invest the money? They're already getting their pre-order sales. <laughs> what? If it gets released and nobody can play it, who gives a shit? They already got their money. <laughs> it has nothing to do with pre-orders, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the pre-order money. Who gives a shit? Just just push it out the door. I know I don't think you're trying to make a point anymore. And also, pre-orders can always be canceled. That's another big thing. Unless you're an idiot and buy it online like I did. But we already talked about that. Yeah, I might end up pre-ordering Mortal Kombat 2 before it Dude, comes you out. get Goro, man. And he's not like super slow anymore like he was in every other iteration of the game like he's fast yeah he's supposed to be like the champion like of the tournament 10 years running or something like that nine years running but yeah it never seemed plausible when he was the slowest guy in the world but but he did have four arms he does have four arms and that's pretty awesome and also in the first game you can just beat him by repeatedly jump kicking him oh yeah yeah, that was the that's way everybody did, did it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the only way I was able to do it. <laughs> and then no... I got the sh- then I got the Shang Tsung and died. Really? Shang Tsung is always super easy, I thought. I I don't know. I got the um the like Mortal Kombat trilogy, like it's all it's the first 3 games. Um and I downloaded that on Xbox Live and I couldn't beat any of them. I haven't Normal, played them anyway. since the Sega Genesis. So I bet if I lowered the difficulty to easy, I probably could. But on normal, two, two specifically, was fucking hard, man. Anyway. Should we get into the high fives? Uh, if you think it's about time, I haven't really been paying attention. I mean, it doesn't matter how long this intro is. I don't. I think everybody just kind of fast forwards through it anyway. Really? I don't know. Or maybe they fast feelings. forward through the high fives to the end of the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't. You can listen to it at a high speed. Oh, I guess you can. What I like to do when I listen to podcasts is sometimes put the speed down to 0.5, because then it sounds like everybody's drunk. It's true. Should we try to like talk super fast so that if people listen to it at a 0.5, it will sound normal? Um, if you want to. Or should we talk super slow so people have to listen to it at 1.5 in order for us to sound normal? no or should we do it um i I don't know how about we do it the regular way the regular way yeah just crazy enough to work let's do it all right when we come back blake and i are going to discuss who we think would make a great addition to the mortal Kombat universe hey guys it's eric here do you want to get in touch with blake and me well you can on twitter Reach us at High Fives Podcast, 
You can send us an email at high underscore fives at outlook.com. You can check out our Facebook at facebook.com slash high fives. Or just check out our website at highfivespodcast.com. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Blake, Blake, Blake. Did I go first last time? I don't remember. Maybe. I don't remember either. Maybe you did. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I don't know. I guess I'll go first. Or you go, okay. you go first. No, I'll go first. You go first. Okay, I'll go okay, first. Okay, you go first. Okay. All right. Um, shit, who was I going to say? I don't know. Well, we should kind of introduce it, I suppose. Um, Maybe. These are the five characters that we think would make great guest characters in the, Mortal, in the next Mortal Kombat game. Obviously, uh, Jason Voorhees and the Predator are going to be in MKX, but in MKXI... And- we XI? think, yeah, in eleven. No, you know what? You go first because uh, I want to finish on mine. Okay. Um, y- y- yeah, you brought up uh, Jason Voorhees from the Friday the Thirteenth movies and Predator from the Predator franchise will be in MKX, but uh, their whole the, they aren't the first guest characters that the series has had. Um, MK Nine or MK Two Thousand Eleven had uh, Freddy Krueger as DLC and also they actually had Kratos if you were a PlayStation 3 or a, I think a Vita I think was it a Vita you know what doesn't matter I, I do know that exclusive. Kratos <laughs> yeah he was a PlayStation exclusive character and I was a little disappointed that I couldn't play as him and Xbox didn't get their own um special character but that didn't stop me from getting it for the 360 so it is what it is I guess I had Master Chief or something Ah, Master Chief wouldn't really have worked. Yeah, he did not make our list. You know why Master Uh, Chief wouldn't have worked? Because all he can do is shoot a gun. That's his only special power. That is kind of the only thing he does. Uh, He shoots different kinds of guns. Kind of like Striker. It is nothing like Striker. (laughs) Shut your mouth. You're right. It is nothing like Striker. Because he's also got armor and like jet jet boots. God, God damn it. Striker's alternate attire, he's like wearing a Kevlar vest, and he's probably wearing a Kevlar vest in the other one. Like, I don't know. Shut up, he's a good character. Alright. Well who who do you think? No, now get I'm mad. Good. You're you're funnier when you're mad. So who's your number five? Well, my number five, um, I'm actually gonna be cheating a little bit. Oh, right out uh, the box, you're cheating. Right out right out the box, right out the gate, I'm um uh, suggesting two characters because in their franchise they're sort of inseparable this is bullshit i'm sorry but this is just the way it is my (laughs) name comes first in the podcast you're just gonna have to deal with it um think about this one it would have to be a microsoft exclusive character so this is why it would probably never work uh because they own this franchise and i'm going to uh the gears of war series and while some people are Marcus probably thinking, Phoenix? oh, yeah, some people are probably thinking, oh, probably Marcus Phoenix and maybe Dom, whatever the fuck his last name is. Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera? No, he's a comedian. But <laughs> oh. yeah, That didn't sound right. That would be ridiculous. Anyway, anyway, not those two fucks, all right? Because they got no personality whatsoever, especially Marcus. He's just like, move. What are you talking about? He's angry white guy. Move. Angry white guy in do-rag. Yeah. That's all the personality you need in the main character. Especially in Gears of War. No, I'm going with um, Baird and Cole. 
two characters i would like to see in the so is this like one of those things where it's like instead of having like an alternate like fighting style they just like jump and switch each other out no i'm actually saying like just put both characters in like two for the two characters like i know it's cheating because we're only supposed to pick one but i, I think throw both of them in there because that'd be that'd be neato the show's, the show's called high fives not high sixes that, that's why it's parentheses just let it go man let it go you know All what? Right. All right. I'm going to let it go, but I expect this this favor to be returned at some point in the future. All right. Deal. Um, one thing that Mortal Kombat X is working on is they're, they're like trying to flesh out each of their combatant, combatants a little more. It's, and that's through like sort of flavor dialogue at the beginning of each match. Like one guy will come out and he'll say something uh, specifically to the, the guy he's standing across from. And then, like, that person will uh, come back, and then they'll finish off with with back to the, the first guy. So it's like a back and forth. Literally, back and forth. And I think Cole and Dom are perfect. Not Dom. Fuck Dom. Cole and Baird are perfect for this because uh, Baird's, like, the, the wise-ass asshole kind of guy. Uh, so he's obviously going to have... Um, Probably some pretty funny remarks that he can make. And also, Cole is just so fucking charismatic that he can't <laughs> help. But just, like, he could, he could just woo at, like, everybody. Like, Melina could just come out, and she goes, like, I'm going to bite your face off. He'll be like, woo, woo. And she'll be like, what? <laughs> and she'll just be like, what? <laughs> like, who the fuck? And then they'll fight. Yeah, and then, like, one guy will come out and be like, prepare to meet your maker. And he'll be like, you're about to get hit by the coal train. Woo! <laughs> who is this guy uh, stuff like that um and like not only that but uh i think the um gears of war f- the games themselves are, are known for being a little gory by like you know sticky grenades and um hammered dons and uh most notably the the lancer which is an assault uh rifle with a giant um chainsaw kind of glued to the front of it so it, it it's not uh, afraid to get bloody and that's something you kind of need in mortal Kombat, and so i think that's something that they could uh pretty easily transition into mortal Kombat. that's a good point it, it is yeah. it does seem to be bloody enough to make it into the mortal Kombat universe you can it's, saw people in half man it, it's not something that occurred to me right away but then after you, you started saying like well yeah like your furniture could be chainsawing a guy in half i thought you know what Fair enough. I guess that that does make sense. Uh, as far as fatalities go, I was thinking like, um, like you kind of saw the guy off at the waist, and then he pushes torso over, and then hammer Don like just fries the crap out of him. Oh, you're going with the du- the double on the fatality. Like something like he could have two where like um, he kind of shoots the crap out of him and then like chainsaws his head off or something. And then a second one where he like just kind of boots him to the ground and sort of hits him with the laser that, you know, 
targets the hammer of dawn mm-hmm. and then you you get like um you just see that their face melt off or something and that like i don't know just have fun with it i guess have fun with it whatever there's a lot of ways to, to kill it's somebody like, with this there's like 15 different weapons each with their own execution you could do something exactly well they had a curb stomp too yeah this game's violent man maybe that'd probably be like like the x-ray move yeah like like you hit him with the butt of the, butt of your gun like that that X-ray and that'll knock him to the ground and then then curb stomp while he's down there. I like it. I like it. I yeah. like this entry. Um, I don't like Baird, but I'll accept him as that long as he is comes a conversation. With... Yeah, that's a conversation <laughs> for another day because we we can get very heated in that. It's true argument it's where true. I happen. I he's actually my favorite character out of that series. Eric uh, hates him. Which is funny because I see a lot of comparisons between the two, but no, there's I'm nothing like Baird. Yeah. How dare you, sir? Um, that sounds like something Baird would say. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you! We're moving on. All right. My number five is uh, it's a it's a different. It's from a movie, not from a video game. Um, which is kind of along the lines of what they've been doing because they've been horror movies. But this is not a horror movie that she's from, but it's plenty violent. So my number five is The Bride, Uma Thurman in Kill from the Kill Bill series. Did you ever see these movies? I saw the first one. How could you see the first one and not the second one? Like it's such it's a cliffhanger. Like it's Yeah, I gotta know. I just it just didn't really I just didn't really get hooked, I guess. Um okay. Well, I mean anybody who hasn't seen the movie, Uma Thurman in the movie plays like a deadly ninja. So she and she's got like a, a really like um recognizable look to her. She's got like the yellow tracksuit and she's got a giant sword. And um, it's all you really need. To yeah, be recognizable. I mean, and, you know, if like you, you were talking about the first game, we were talking about him being bloody enough. This is a Tarantino movie. Of course, it's bloody enough. People literally get their heads cut off and then like blood spouts out their neck. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. something that happens. Yeah. Um, in fact, there is actually a scene in the movie that was so bad that Tarantino decided to put the sequence in animation as opposed to actually filming it when the girl's parents get murdered in front of her and, like, the blood splatters on the kid's face. Even even Quentin Tarantino's like, you know, maybe I don't want to actually film a little girl getting her parents' blood splattered on her face. So so when you say bad, you mean, like, like gory, not just, like, this scene was terrible. No, no, no. I, I, mean, I mean it like... Uh, like nightmare inducing kind of because okay. <laughs> I was legitimately confused there for a second. Sorry. I, I speak confusingly sometimes like there, for example, exactly, exactly. But yeah. So like now for her finisher, it would probably have to be like the five point heart explosion that she does at the end of the second movie. I I have seen that scene actually. I think at the very end at uh, like on TV. Um. But yeah. Like she kind of just touches somebody and 
five like her forehead chest shoulders i don't know exactly what it is but it's supposed to make your heart explode in the like movie, after a cer- certain amount of steps i think yeah yeah you get 10 steps and then you die now in the game i think it would be a lot more bloody i think it would actually be an explosion out of their chest right that and makes sense. it would it would be like you know she does the thing and then maybe even says like a one-liner or you know each character might get a one-liner for that and then they turn and walk away and then boom chest explodes that's my idea for the finisher i mean you know ed boone can do what he wants can he well with that game i would assume no he has to do this if he's gonna do it at all <laughs> you either do it right or you don't do it at all ed boone ed i know boone. you're listening to this but yeah i mean there's plenty of different things that she could do like a special moves too like she's got there's a scene where she's got a punch her way out of a casket so she could do like the the three inch punch to as a that might be the x-ray you know you could see be. the ribs break there I mean, there, there are, you've got options. Options do exist. So what do you think of this pick? Um, like I said, I only saw the first movie, so I think it's an awful pick. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I think it would definitely work, um, especially like, you know, she doesn't need a name. You can just call her the bride. I can even see that on like the character select screen. Um I think as far as her look goes, like it's definitely uh, like, I don't know. I keep going back and forth between like, it's, it's a very clean look. Like it's just that like uh, sort of yellow motorcycle tracksuit uh, type thing. Um, but if you look at all the other characters, like a lot of them have a little bit of flair to them. Um, but you know, I, the more I think about it, the more I think that like she'd uh, aesthetically fit in. Um, but yeah, like we, like we were talking about that, that those two movies, very violent um and even given like the free reign of a mortal Kombat game i think they could uh do some pretty entertain entertaining and disgusting things with it all right well thanks i appreciate you uh backing me up on this one so let's move consider, on to consider the favor returned <laughs> um let's go with uh, your number four all right my number four uh all right is um you know if you if you look at the roster of mortal kombat games uh, you can definitely see that um the male combatants there's definitely more male combatants than there are female combatants so um i think there's definitely room uh to add more females and if you look at the 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 announced dlc for mortal kombat you can see that they they did add one female character to to the three extra male characters that are um, uh, being added. So, so like um, adding the bride, like you um, went with a female character. I will also throw in a female character as well. And I am going with American McGee's Alice. What's wrong, Alice? My parents are gone. What else is wrong, Alice? Something's broken. What's broken, Alice? I am. Oh, interesting. 
Interesting. Now I don't know. Now I don't know if you or our listeners know what uh, what American McGee's Alice is. It's um, as far as I know, it's just uh, two video games. So I do know that toys were produced. Um, it could be a comic book. Could be like a. I don't think it's like a short movie or anything. Um, I don't know if it's. What I'm saying is I don't know if it started with the video games or not. But that's where I know them from. And what it is is it is it, it's a dark take. Uh, so the Alice in Wonderland uh, universe, and it's um, an unofficial. It's actually supposed to be like an unofficial sequel to the the original Alice in Wonderland through the Looking Glass. Um, and what it is is like I think years after the events from the first story, um, like she goes back into because I think the whole thing is technically supposed to take place in her mind. But regardless of where it takes place, she goes back there and like the Queen of Hearts. Uh, sort of uh, took over and sort of corrupted the land and everything is sort of a, a more grotesque version of what it used to be. And so now you see Alice armed with like a butcher knife uh, going around just uh, shanking fools. And um, it's very, it's very dark. It's gory. It's uh, creepy in its character designs. And um, I wish the video games were better because I would totally be into that. Um, but that doesn't mean that Alice cannot be a part of this game universe. Uh, I, I like Mortal, this pick. Meaning Mortal Kombat. You know, it wasn't until you, you said that, but like now that I started thinking about it, like you could even do like a bestiality, like the bestiality. Is that what they call it? Bestiality? When you turn into an animal and the animal kills the other person? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a bestiality. It can't be bestiality. I is would, it? Yeah, it can't be that. <laughs> Let me, you keep talking. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, for that, that finisher, I was thinking like maybe instead of like turning into an animal, she could either have like the white rabbit attack a la like the Monty Python movie, Holy Grail, where like just the rabbit is a killer. Or she could like get the, um, the Jabberwocky from the game. Um, she not only would she have that knife as a weapon, she could also get the Vorpal Sword, which is from the the original book, which is also in the game. Um, but yeah, like I it wasn't until you brought it up that I was like, oh yeah, this is that's a really good idea. I wish I, it was such a good idea. I wish I would have thought of it. Like like I like I said with uh, Cole and Baird, um, with with the flavor uh, text and dialogue. Like in in the video game, she had this this very um, dry British wit about her, and I think that could work well with the back and forth um, conversations that that you have with them. Um, uh, as far as like a, a fatality goes, like I, like I was thinking, uh, you know, because I think she's just usually like I haven't played the game, so I don't know what all weapons she gets. So all I know is the the butcher knife. But I was thinking of doing something like. You know, she has the the cake that turns her really small, right? Yeah. So I was thinking of doing something where she, um, t- like, eats it, gets small, like, climbs in, like, to the person, and then, like, all of a sudden just grows big and explodes them. Yeah, because like she's got to have like the that. other half of the mushroom. Yeah. That makes her so big j- again. So that's that's kind of what I was thinking with that. Um and uh, as far as adding her in general, I think it would be nice because, um, you know, she she's dressed like Alice. She's not this weird sexified version of Alice in Wonderland that you kind of creepily see some 
like deviant artists do. Uh, but she's, you know, wearing that blue dress with like the white apron. Uh, I, I'm sure it's not really technically an apron, but what do I know about dresses? So it would just be nice to have a female character that's not literally falling out of their top, you know? Yeah, I agree. Although in the new games, it does look like a lot of them have, they have toned that down quite a that, bit. That, that's very true. I, I could not play as Sonya Blade very much in Mortal Kombat 2011 because her breasts were just um, irresponsibly big. <laughs> but I think and, it's uh, funny that she's always the one that you choose when like Katana's in the same game and Jade. I, I I just, but in Mortal Kombat X, like th- that that sort of stuff is toned down. Like she does is more of a realistic representation of what you know the, of the female body, which I do appreciate, um, because I'm not a sexist asshole, I guess. Just an asshole. Just an asshole. Okay. Um. So, yeah. uh, give me an update. I still haven't found out if it's bestiality or. Uh, it's I, it's got to be bestiality. If somebody knows, send us an email or a tweet or something. Let us know. But I can't remember for sure. And the first thing that came to my head to call it would be the bestiality. And that can't be right. <laughs> Those, Mortal Kombat's messed up in a lot of ways. Oh, it's an it's an animality animality so much better animality yes they just sidestep that whole issue right good call on their part way to go ed boone (laughs) yeah good on you good on you all right sir let's uh keep this fatality train of trucking trucking how about instead of a truck how about instead of a truck we we uh we go in uh 1969 dodge charger Okay. You know who drives the 69 Charger? My number four pick, Brock Sampson. Oh, well, Connie, I'd love to stay and catch up with you, but I'm pretty damn sure the OSI are on their way to terminate me, and the last I checked, you weren't exactly on their it list either. The OSI? Oh, darling, who do you think asked me to kill you? Uh-oh, I think you got a man. Don't get cute, Samson. Release me or my Blackhearts will cut you to ribbons. Oh, are they with you? I never said I took the assignment. What's the matter, baby? You love me too darn much to kill me? Maybe I'm just too jealous to share you. Oh, yeah. Brock Samson. Samson? Samson. No, Samson. No no P. Sam, son. Son of Sam. Wait a second. Exactly. Right, right. Did it just blow your mind? It, I, my mind is sufficiently blown. Um, anybody who's ever watched the Venture Brothers know exactly what is about to go on. Anybody who hasn't watched the Venture Brothers, pause this podcast, watch the entirety of the series, and then come back. It's just it's just four seasons, guys. Come on. But, really, really, you're 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 in the wrong here because this this whole this shouldn't even be an issue. Exactly. Talking to you, Scott. Scott. Scott, you know what, Sean? Don't let Sean off the hook. Sean's got to watch it too. Yeah, I guess. If anything, just to make sure Scott watches it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. By the way, we should probably point out that the people that we're talking to are the guys from the Nashcast podcast and the Digital Squirrel podcast. 
I don't know if we got to. Well, should we? What do you think? Well, we already did it. So, unless you want to go in and edit this section out, um, I say leave it in. Leave it in. All right, yeah. fine. But yeah, um, so yeah, Brock Sampson, the dude is a murder machine. Once you get him going, and right. if you've seen the show, you know exactly what we're talking about. But he's basically the bodyguard for Doctor Venture. And therefore for his sons as well. But the dude's just a giant blonde uh mulleted mulleted beast voiced by Patrick Warburton, which would in be in a black polo shirt. Which would be amazing. Cause Patrick Warburton doing one liners in the in the game would be amazing. Not only doing one liners, but doing all like the 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 reaction. I don't know what it's called, just like the oof. Yep, <laughs> that's a great <laughs> point. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's true. I mean, the only problem with having this character in the game is that he you'd never be able to beat him. Right, he doesn't lose. He does not lose. But, I think uh, he lost once, and that was like against six guys, and they hit him with the truck. Yeah. It's like in the second episode, I think, and they bury him. I mean, he comes back. They yeah, he doesn't They don't die. beat him, beat him. <laughs> He comes back and kills all of them <laughs> with his car. But um, as a weapon, he's got like a giant Bowie knife that he could use or his car. He could always have his car as a as a big, like, special thing. Now, I know, I know this is breaking the rules, but can I give you my idea for a fatality for him? Absolutely. Okay. So uh, he, like, just picks the guy up and he, like, spikes him in the ground uh, feet first. So he's just about, like... the his waist up is sticking out of the ground. Okay. And uh, he, he just goes and gets in his car and just mows him over. I, that was, I was trying to think of the way to like work the car into a fatality because it has to, the charger has to come in. Right. But yeah, that, that's probably the best way to do it. And um, like, the, like it could split the guy in half and then the top half of the body will just like roll over the hood of the car. Like, yes. And just like splat. I as love he, like it. spins out, drives away. Or the head pops off and like flies. Or he in the just, air. or he just does donuts. You know? like, <laughs> there you like go. Like that'll be his celebratory pose. Is he's just doing donuts? I like it. I like it. Um, the other thing I was thinking of is like, as maybe like a special move, he uh, puts a cigarette out in the dude's eye. Yeah, like I, I figured that that will happen like in the middle of the X-ray. Yeah, good call. Like he, he'll start, he'll, he'll start the X-ray out by doing like, like something like maybe a knee to the face and then when he pops back up he just grabs the back of their head puts out like this cigarette or cigar or whatever in his eye and like they'll go to th- uh x-ray for that yep <laughs> and then and then like he'll finish it off by doing i don't know like stab him in the forehead with a knife or something heck yeah but yeah brock samson dude's brutal a killer um also a minnesota vikings fan really Yep, there's an episode where he's actually wearing Viking headphones, and he makes reference to like being from somewhere with a lot of lakes or something like that. Hmm. What I mean, season is that from? You remember? I don't remember. I just rem- I've, I, seen I've seen a picture on the internet, so I okay. It could have just been edited, then, is what you're saying. No, I'm pretty sure like people were like, "What is that true?" Oh. And, but I because I've seen. Like I own seasons one, two, and three, 
And then they split season four in half, and I only have the first half of it. So I haven't seen the second half of season four. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I can maybe try to Google it really quick. Which, by the way, get off your asses and make more of those. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's not. It hasn't been like. I don't think it was officially. Can- from what I heard uh, or learned from Andy Slater. Well, Andy Slater uh, happens to be a bigger fan of the Venture Brothers than I. Um, said something like along the lines that uh, Cartoon Network, which airs the show, is constantly bickering with the creators of the show for whatever reason. And that's what's stopping uh, more episodes. Um, whether that's true, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen the second half of season four, so it could have had a series finale. I don't know. Um, I was just looking to see if I could find out where that is. Um but on the the Venture Brothers wiki, they do say that he has Vikings logo on his headphones, so that wasn't just a doctored photo. But Good to hear, man. The aliases they gave they give him um, are Walking Swedish Murder Machine, Super nice. Kill Guy, Frank and Mullet, and Murderist Extraordinaire. So if that doesn't scream Mortal Kombat, I don't know and, what does. And all all the fatalities have like names. Um, you know, when when you like look through your move set, it'll say like the name of a fatality. Any one of those four would be a perfect name, exactly, for a fatality. If you if you ask me, so um, obviously the only, <laughs> the only issue I have, um, problem that I foresee um happening if if for whatever reason they do add Brock Sampson into this <laughs> uh, video game, is creating not only creating a 3d model of him, but also they have to actually make him look like a real person. And I think you you might lose something in, you know, that translation. Um, You risk having him not look like Brock Sampson at all anymore. As long as he's got Patrick Warburton's voice in that beautiful yellow mullet. Yeah. I feel like saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it is a hurdle that they will have. It absolutely uh, is. Yeah. But other than that, I think he would be a perfect addition. So let's move on to your number three. My number three um, is a very, at one time, I would say it was a very popular comic book character. Now, I don't know if um, it's still around. Um, I do know that it was a very bad movie back in, I think, the 90s. And I'm talking about Spawn. Mm -hmm. What the hell do you want? Right to the point. I like that, I really do. Because it's not, what the hell do I want? It's what does hell want to do with you? (laughs) Care to know what that is? No? Okay, here it is. It is time to get real. Got it? Hey, a deal's a deal, and Mel Borgia, my boss and yours, delivered on his end. You got to see your wife. Dear sweet tasty Wanda. Mm. I gotta see Spawn. Baby's got back. You're about two seconds from wearing that smile around your ass. Yeah, yeah. Kiss me first, all right? Now, do you know what Spawn is? It was a bad movie, but it was a kick-ass HBO series. Yes. I, I've never, I never got a chance to watch it. I did when I was actually doing a little bit of research for uh, this little article that I put together for Geek Party. I actually watched like the first 15 minutes of the first episode, and uh, I didn't like the guy's voice. Or the, the the guy who voices Spawn is a very 
popular voice actor and I, I don't know i just didn't really care for it for that for that character but i don't know i don't know what i think hell sponge would sound like so. exactly it's a, it's a tough one <laughs> yeah um but, but i remember yeah. that was like the first cartoon that i'd ever seen um that like had the f word in it and it blew right my young mind yeah it was the first cartoon like i like again i didn't watch it but i knew about it and it was the first cartoon that i ever knew that was made for adults and so there was that moment where you're like what like this is a cartoon how is it like how is it just for adults and it was like a a weird uh new concept for me that i had problems wrapping my head around um but anyway back to the matter at hand I think um, if you look at the character designs of uh, Mortal Kombat 9 and Mortal Kombat X, <clears throat> I think you can definitely tell that there is a more, I don't, I don't know if you want to say realistic, because it's at the end of the day, it's about a bunch of guys throwing fireballs at each other. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a, a darker tone than when you look at back when the characters were digitized and they actually had to find real costumes. Like back then it was like colorful and looked like they were wearing pajamas and um, now it's a lot more like gothic and dark. And if you look at any drawing of Spawn at all, he basically just looks like concept art for a Mortal Kombat character anyway. So why not just shove him in the universe? Because you don't even need to change his back. Like he could just become canon for that series and it would make sense. Like he's like just from hell. And I don't know. I think it, I think it works out perfectly. Um, and like, there's just, there's so many different versions of Spawn. Like he does so many different, uh, costume alterations, um, especially in the toy line. Cause they obviously want to have people buy more and more toys. Um, I didn't read the comics, so I don't know how, how much of that stuff actually, uh, um, was it, was in the pages of it, but that one thing I like about Mortal Kombat is when they shove, like everybody at least gets like one alternate attire and i love that i love unlocking alternate attires for everybody and i think this one mortal kombat x is even supposed to have a lot more than that which i'm excited for um <clears throat> so like you can have different uh tires respond to wear and like if you just go to the the content that he that he's from um it's already one of, i think one of the bloodiest at least for at, at that time the bloodiest um, more violent comic books of that age and like if you haven't noticed the theme in this uh high fives it's that everybody is from something that has a legitimate gore to it and uh spawn is no different the one I, like as soon as you said spawn like immediately like i went into my head like of his special moves would like involve his cape like the cape could reach out <laughs> and grab the guy and well, like the cape, yeah, because I think he had uh, full control over the the cape. Because I think it was supposed to, I think I read um, of a description of it once, and it's supposed to almost look like water with how it flows. Yeah. And like he does have um, primary, like he does control it. He also controls his chains that yep. he has wrapped around him. So he could also use those as uh, special moves, sort of kind of like a whip I'll, uh, or maybe even kind of like a scorpion um, <clears throat> spear uh, sort of effect to it. So there's definitely things you can do there. 
Um, I don't know. Outside of that, I don't know what he uses for weapons. I imagine there's still a lot of guns, but I know you hate guns in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but I, don't mind, f- I don't mind guns as long as it's not the only thing that you can do that's special. Uh, Striker has a nightstick, too, so <laughs> shut it. Um, yeah, so like, I think that'd be perfect. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking for a fatality, like... Like, not knowing all the weapons that he does use, it's kind of hard to think of uh, different things he could do. But I was thinking, like, uh, he throws out uh, chains and they kind of grab each of the four limbs and just sort of, like, tear them in half. Maybe that way. Draw and quarter them. Yeah. Or uh, I I wasn't able to think of anything that he could do with his cape. But like I said, I don't exactly know what he can do with it. Like... If you can turn it into like sharp objects, I'm sure you could impale a guy quite a few times. Or, I think I think he's got a lot of options. I I think this yeah. might be more difficult in narrowing it down than it would. Yeah, it it would be fun to just uh, sit in a room with like concept guys who are, who know what they're doing and just be like, all right, what can we do with this guy? Or like going and, through the old comics and be like, what was the most badass murder he's had? Right. Uh, I should actually. Um, there should be compendiums about Spawn, right? That was a, that was a good so. comic. Yeah, you should maybe look into that. Because um, I was always enamored by Spawn. Because my brother uh, was sort of into comic books back in the day. And I think he got into Spawn for a little while and bought a few of the toys. But he did he did uh, more so to collect them than to play with them. And then he gave them to me, and then I played with them and lost all the parts. But I was always interested in, by the way, the toys were friggin' awesome. Scary as you, shit. Yes, they were great toys. Um, it's a shame they don't still make Spawn toys because, like, they could probably be, like, just fucking amazing uh, with today's technology. I don't know if the listeners have looked at the type of toys that are available to the youths these days. But those little fucks don't know how good they have it. <laughs> even like the shittiest little $5 toy like looks way better than what I had back when I was a kid. Like I had Ninja Turtle toys with rubber heads. Wrap your head around that. You could squish their heads. I don't know why that was a thing that they were like, what should we make their heads out of? I don't know. Fucking rubber. And just don't even fill it. Make it like hollow rubber that they can squish. Like, I, I don't know. That's... Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, Spawn is definitely a good choice. Um, you kind of hit on everything I was going to say, but uh, I guess I didn't know enough about Spawn to come up with any of my own finishers or anything. But Inter- Interesting uh, point is that if they were to ever add Spawn to a Mortal Kombat game, and it's, it's sort of a realistic um, concept because I think fans ask for Spawn all the time. Uh, so maybe in Mortal Kombat 11, that'll actually become a reality. But it would not be the first fighting game that he was a, a, a part of. Um, I don't know. A lot of Xbox uh, fans and fighting fans might remember a game called Soul Calibur 2 that came out back on the original Xbox, where Spawn was actually the Xbox exclusive character, which I was like the it. version I had. Yeah, I like it. Was, it. One of my favorite characters to play as. The game also came out for PlayStation and uh, the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, GameCube got got Link from Legend of Zelda, which is pretty badass in and of itself. And 
I think PlayStation 2 got some guy from Tekken, like Hirachi or something, and I could not give two fucks about that. <laughs> All right, should we move on then? <laughs> yes, let's right. do it. My number three is uh, is a real person. Um, He's never killed anybody. That you know of. But it is his job in life to, or it, had, it was his job in life to beat the fuck out of people. And he was good at it. And I'm talking about Mike Tyson. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Iron Mike Tyson? Iron Mike. That's the guy. Um, like, not only would this guy be great to watch, like, I don't know, if you ever watched him fight, like, he was so fast and so strong, it was ridiculous. It was, it was unfair for other fighters a lot of the time. Um, but not only was he great in the ring, but outside of the ring, too, he was awesome as a trash talker. Like I'm pretty sure every well, not only not only fighting. Also, I should also mention he bit Evander Holyfield's ear off. Apparently, so, because he felt Evander Holyfield was headbutting him too many times. Yes, it's true. That's why he did it, or that's why he says he did it. But um, could have been hungry. Yeah, who knows? But the bottom line is he bit the dude's ear. And that fits perfectly into Mortal Kombat, right? People are always eating ears in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but, like, the, this dude has had some of the most classic, um, like, trash talk trash, ever. Trash talk, yeah. yeah. All right, lay, lay some of it out. Lay it out on me. All right, yeah. my first one that I'm going to say is one of my favorites, but it might be offensive to people, but I don't give a shit because this is fucking amazing. And he said, I'll fuck you until you love me, faggot. Like, I have no idea where that is going from one word to the next. <laughs> you know, um, not to stop you already after the first one, but Key and Peele actually sort of did a um, a sketch off of that. Oh, really? I actually saw the sketch before you before you told me that quote because it's um it's just these two boxers I think and they're like one of them's just like I'm gonna have I'm gonna he doesn't swear obviously but he's like I'm gonna make love to you and like you're gonna marry me and fall in love with me and it's like and it just kind of takes this weird turn and then they do a sort of like six months later when they're at like a dinner party and they're like dating <laughs> excellent that sounds amazing that sounds like a perfect key and peel sketch but yeah that was one of my favorite ones it's just like it's it's not something you would expect a boxer to ever say as a threat like anyway moving on um he also had this one where he said I, I could feel his muscle tissues collapse under my force. It's ludicrous these mortals even attempt to enter my realm. It's like it's like he's writing for Mortal Kombat. It's like fucking something Shao Kahn would say. Exactly. It was ridiculous. It's like, I read that quote, and I was like, yeah, yeah, he needs to be in this game. And then the best one ever was right after a fight. And it was amazing that, I don't know if he wrote, he, he this, Two options come to my head when I hear this quote. 
And either A, he made it up on the spot, or B, he memorized it and remembered it after a boxing match. And either way, it's incredibly impressive to me. But the quote is, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious. I'm the most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one that can stop me. Lennox is a conqueror? No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anyone as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their cloth. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. And... If you come up at the top of the come up off with that off the top of your head after beating the shit out of somebody in a boxing match, I I'm I'm a fan of yours. It's too bad that he was such an awful person in real life. He was an awful person, but Outside all but room. I feel like a lot of it is because he was taken advantage of. Like he was boxing since he was 15. Like yeah. and he was basically raised by Don King. And Don King is a much worse person than anybody else, than Mike Tyson. Do you think that he has got his shit together now? I think he does. I, I feel like he does. Maybe I'm wrong. But I feel he like... He was after, in the hangover, so... I feel like after yeah. he got the face tattoo, he kind of mellowed out. But I mean, if you're, gonna, if you're a boxer, if you're a boxer, you've got to be like that crazy. Because you're literally getting paid to let somebody punch you in the face. Yeah, like, I I understand that. Like, in the ring, like, to, you know, beat the shit out of each other, that's fine, because that's what they're paid to do. Both guys know that that is what the other person is trying to do. But then you think, like, the reason I have such a hard time, like, getting behind Mike Tyson is the fact that, like, he beat up his wife. Um, and when you're a paid boxer... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, fighter. he hasn't always been a good guy, but I mean, like, is he supposed to? Is he never going to be a good person after doing that? Yeah, I suppose. Is, does he? Does he get a second chance? Maybe he doesn't. I could. I mean, I'm willing to give him one, but I, I mean, I doubt his ex-wife will. <laughs> At the end of the day, uh, he was in Mike Tyson's punch out, and I think that that, in and of itself, is reason enough to put him in another video game. Oh, you're gonna. You th- I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say, and that reminds me that little Mac is gonna be my next entry. Oh no! <laughs> I'm not gonna throw in little Mac, man. Because for one, that's a Nintendo property. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Because this is a fake list. Um, what is my number two? Uh, we're on number two. Two. Yeah. Right? Do you have any, wait. Do you have anything else to say about Mike Tyson before we continue? Well, I mean, on, for his finisher. It would either oh, be yeah. like he'd punch somebody's head off, but that seems kind of easy. Um, I say, um, like, do a combo, like, 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 punch him in the chest a few times, like, make it look as brutal as possible. Like, I don't know what you do, but then, like, he does a right hook that literally like breaks the guy's neck and sends his head around. Oh, nice! Like, like in I like 360. that. That's awesome. Or the one eighty, probably. Probably don't want to do a full 360. That'd look goofy. Yeah, or like seven, not the 720. What's uh in between 180 and 360? 270. 270. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I could have done the math, but that's why you're here. It's a good point. That is why I'm here to do the math. <laughs> right. Um, 
Yeah, otherwise, like, it has to do, do, be something with punching or... Um, I guess he could bite his face off. Like, I don't know. But that seems a little too on the nose. Yeah. yeah. He's known for biting off the guy's ear. And there's a lot of that already. I think uh, Reptile eats the guy and... I don't know. He's Alina got he's got a tiger. Dude. Maybe that could be a part of it. <laughs> That's true. I was thinking that at the beginning of this. All right, let's know. move Maybe on. Re- let's move on. Okay, let's keep let's keep on trucking. My number two. Um, it's kind of funny because if you haven't really noticed, um, all of my entries to this point are part Suck? of a. Oh wait, sorry. Oh come on, man. <laughs> let's keep. Let's keep this simple. Uh, from this article I wrote for Geek Party about five um, guest characters I would like to see added to Mortal Kombat because I wasn't a fan of the original two that they announced. Um, and before I had actually written, but while that I was still putting that article together, um, again, Scott Nash uh, tweeted at me and he's like, he said something about, the, like, you should add this character. And I said to him, like, just wait because it's coming. Um, um, I don't know if he even remembers this conversation or not, but I'm going with Ash. Yeah. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. The 12-gauge double-barreled Remington, S-Mart's top of the line. You can find this in the sporting goods department. That's right, this sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Retails for about $109.95. It's got a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. That's right, shop smart. Shop S-Mart. You got that? And not Ash, catch him, because fuck that guy. Talking about Ash from the Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. Ooh, that's a good choice. I think so. Um, again, uh, personality-wise, um, why not have a guy voiced by um, Bruce Campbell? Because clearly he would come back to do the voice. Because <laughs> I like if you, I'm pretty sure if you do anything having to do with Ash, Bruce Campbell's like, yeah, I'll show up. <laughs> what? <laughs> he really seems like the coolest guy. I don't know if you could say in Hollywood because he doesn't really do movies, but like he just seems like the coolest guy. He does seem like, like the period. coolest guy. <laughs> like um, I watched um, like he was in this show called Burn Notice, um, I think starring Jeffrey Donovan. But at, at, at one point, Every, like please, Donovan, Bruce Campbell was the star. Yeah, he like may Jeffrey not have Donovan, gotten top billing, but everybody watched that show for Bruce. Like he he was an okay actor, um, but yeah, uh, Bruce Campbell was in there as um, I think his name was Sam Ax, and totally the reason to watch that show. Talk, what are you talking um, about? His name was Chuck Finley. What? That was what he always. That was always his alias in the show. Oh yeah, it is. It was. Jesus it's man. been a while since I've watched the show. <laughs> I didn't even. I don't even think I watched the last two seasons because it just kind of got so so. Um, but I did watch the TV movie that was uh, that starred Sam Max. So eat that. I, I don't know why I'm shoving that in your face, but it was Burn Notice: bad. The Rise and Fall of Sam Max. Go ahead. All right, thanks, man. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, so 
Ash. Um, yes, uh, this is the character that that Scott said I should include, and I was like way ahead of him because, um, like, he has a sh- shotgun. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a, a boomstick exactly in one hand, and the other he doesn't even have another hand. It's a fucking chainsaw. So if that doesn't scream Mortal Kombat. I don't know what does. It might get a little tricky to have him like in general combat because you know he can't just saw the guy in half in the middle of a fight. He can always um, but, cut some, cut him somehow. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think what's a funny side note is um, the X-rays in Mortal Kombat Nine, um, while a little over the top, they they didn't look like they would kill you, but that's not the case in Mortal Kombat X's uh, X-rays. No, it looks like, like you're dead every single time. <laughs> Yeah, like they should not be fighting after that. <laughs> anyway, um, so like, yeah, like I said, personalities there. Like I would love to hear the the one liners that uh, Ash would have for all the other combatants. Um, and then uh, he has a shotgun and a chainsaw. So, what more, like like I, it, how does that not do, fit into the? <laughs> yeah, what else do you want? Like uh, problem solved. <laughs> Why hasn't this character already been in Mortal Kombat over and over? And I think uh, visually, I think he he would look kind of cool. I think he'd have his um, like the ripped shirt that I think he had during Army of Darkness. uh, And pretty much everything after that, he always has one uh, rippling, rippled peck poking (laughs) out of his shirt uh, because he's a badass. Um, And just hearing him spout off like one liners in the middle of a fight would be cool. Absolutely. Um, oh, God. I, I want to hear it so bad. <laughs> uh, or just like, you know, at, in the middle of a round, say like even even if he loses or wins the round, he could like just say something. Um, I'm totally blanking on some of his catchphrases right well, now. Well, here's the thing. Picture this. The, All the, right. The, the, the he walks up in the, the like the the beginning of the match, right? It's supposed to be uh-huh. him, then somebody else, then back to him. In in his, there is no like back and forth for for his. It's just him strapping on the chainsaw as hard as he can, picking up the shotgun, putting it behind his back, then you close up on his face, groovy. <laughs> or like um, I was thinking for a fatality, what he could do, and it was just a lot of cutting limbs off with like a chainsaw uh, but but i had one where it's like he kind of cuts the guys off at the knee and they they flop down and then he like puts the shotgun in the guy's mouth and like leans in and just go says who loves you baby and then pulls the trigger <laughs> splatters everything and like oh man sign he, me up you could put one of the uh like levels in the evil dead wood in the evil dead woods and you could have a tree attack a combatant as like an environmental like a stage finisher yeah, yeah because because yeah, be in the in the movie evil dead there is a tree rape scene yep so that's weird but uh, that there is the living woods in mortal Kombat. Though. yeah it's close it might be so might be a little too similar like well just don't put it in that version no living woods in that yeah version. I, I guess don't <laughs> just don't put the living woods there i don't know or you could just say that the living woods are a part of the evil dead yeah. whatever yeah exactly yeah yeah you can do it's it all good. It, it, magic. he's already in the universe <laughs> Yeah, he's there. So I'm pretty sure Ash is just in every universe somewhere. <laughs> he's, he's, you just gotta, 
<laughs> you just gotta look hard enough. He's like, in he's Firefly, actually playable in every single game, but nobody's ever unlocked gotta, him. Yeah, you just gotta play those games a lot. You just got you gotta figure out the right way to unlock him. <laughs> Can we just spend like um, the next twenty minutes just talking about how awesome Bruce Campbell is? I think we need to do a Bruce Campbell show. Fair enough, we will. Maybe we'll get him. To, we'll, we'll try to get him to guest on that episode. I'm sure it'll happen. That'd be that'd be pretty great. <laughs> that would be the highlight just of my like, life. <laughs> just like send him an email as a joke. He's just like, I'm not doing anything. Sure, I'll Skype in. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be like, then I would have to like watch everything he's ever done before we had him on. You haven't already. Just <laughs> just to bone up on oh, it, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. You had to watch like the entire. You had to watch like the whole series of like. Hercules and Xena, then. Just so yeah, you know. Yeah, that, that does not sound like an issue. Okay, fair enough. All. Well, fair enough. I'm just saying like, it's especially a, lot. If it's you're a time commitment. Just, especially if you're talking episodes that just Bruce Campbell isn't, because he's not in like a, a like a lot, a lot. Sure. And I would have to watch Oliver Notice, because he is in every episode of that. Exactly. Which I've been meaning to do anyway, because I did really like that show at the beginning. I just. Have you read his books? Yeah, whatever. I haven't read the books. No. I have read them. I'm not. I've read I'm not least... a big reader. <laughs> like, like every year, I'm like, God damn it! I need to read books. Like, I don't read books. <laughs> I'm like, I should should really do that. And like, I own some. Like, I bought some. <laughs> I'm gonna read this book. I fucking, I got a, a Chris Cluey's book uh, for Christmas. Beautiful sparkle like ponies. A, yeah, a year ago, and I cracked it open once, and I think I got a page into it, and then I fell asleep. Nice. And I haven't really gone back to it since. And I also got like halfway through the zombie survival guide. And these are, these are all things I still intend to read eventually. All right. Well, oh, and one more thing. There is right. a poker game, poker video game, in which yes. both Ash and Brock, and Samson, Brock Samson appear. And Claptrap and GLaDOS yes. from uh, Portal. Uh, all great game. I actually got that for free on PlayStation Plus on my PS3, but I've never played it. Um, you should because they get the character, the actual character voices to do it. Right. And, and it's like Poker Night Two. Yeah, but there's a part where I think Glados starts like scanning Brock and um, Ash, and they discover that they're in the same family. That Brock is a descendant of Ash. Oh, that's neat. So, the thing about that game, though, is like the reason you play it is to watch the interactions between the characters. Yes. Or, or you're a big poker fan, I guess, and don't have three other friends. That sounds actually like me. Like that, that sounds like it'd yeah. be a good game for me. But we have Red Dead Redemption. Oh so yeah, that's true. Just it just that's the best poker game. Not even lying. That is the best video poker game. Oh. All right. Well, Find let's... one better. <laughs> I... Find one better. No. Can't make me. We're next next week we're doing uh best video game poker games and one through five is just Red Dead Redemption. Fair enough. <laughs> so tell your friends about that episode. It'll be a it'll it's be happening. A, it'll be a big one. Um yeah, so are we moving on to my number two? Yes, yes, we are. All right, for my number two, um, I'm going back into the the world of imagination and fiction. Um, this is not a real person, um, but this is a character from a video game series from the Twisted Metal series, 
And every as soon as I said that, everybody who's played those games knows who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Sweet Tooth. Dreams. All my greatest achievements flashed before my eyes. The scale of what I'd done, the sheer volume of people I'd killed, it was breathtaking. But like all good things, it had to end sometime. When they captured me, the only thing I could think was, what a waste. All those people I hadn't killed yet. Come the night of my execution, there must have been over a thousand people gathered outside to watch me fry. I was upset about that. There should have been more. A deranged clown whose head is constantly on fire. Um, I just picture this guy in a Mortal Kombat game, and I feel like his character would be would be very visually interesting. Because, you know, they'd have the flame following him around wherever he moves his head. Uh, he's got, like, the makeup. And, yeah, he's he's really a fan of murder and killing people. So that puts him perfectly in the Mortal Kombat universe. So which version of you would you put in the game? The more like the realistic version or the cartoony ones from the, the like the original games? Um or for me the best version of Twisted Metal was always Twisted Metal Black. I knew that that was your answer, but I figured for the sake of the listeners you should get into that a little more. Um Twisted Metal Black is like really the only one that I played like intently and you know, played it a lot. And um, what I really liked the most about that game is partly what I really like about the Mortal Kombat series in that um, when you play through with each character, you get a little uh, insight into that character and you find out their backstory and you find out what happens when they win. And um, there are a lot of really messed up stories in that game. There's a guy that's a cannibal... Mm -hmm. There's a guy, Mr. Grimm. Yes, he's a he's a Vietnam vet who is also a cannibal. Well, he was forced to eat his friend, be, right. in their prison camp, mm -hmm. and so and then he decided, then when you because you think playing as him, you think he's a good guy trying to get some retribution, <laughs> but then when you win as him, you, he decides that he loves to eat people, and then the last image is like him driving into a city or something, and. Well, creepy. the thing is, is like he got he when he won, he got the guy that made him eat his friend in the first place. Right. And he ate him. Yes. That's what he got. And then he's like, this isn't so bad. Um, yes, exactly. But mm -hmm. Sweet Tooth, um, he's just a violent murderer with no remorse, just wants to kill people. All he wants to do is kill people. Do you remember, because we rented this game together way back in the day, do you rem remember the line that had us going like, oh my god? I think it was I killed him better than anybody than I ever killed anyone before. No, it was something like, um, I guess I don't know. Like I just watched um, these not too word long for a ago, word. So, but what, what are you saying? But it was like, just die, you bitch. Oh, no, 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 like, no, no. It was in the very beginning, in his like his opening thing, he's like... Um, you know, there was a lot of people I killed and then you hear somebody screaming and he goes, shut up and bleed you mother. And then they cut away. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And it was like the first, like they didn't actually swear, but we were young at the time. So this is like 
the f- and like video games didn't really swear a lot back yeah then, this I is think. this is back this is the darkest game around at the time yeah so like we were like potty mouth teenagers who just heard their video game kind of swear for the first time and we're like oh my god this is awesome yeah but this he's a sadistic horrible person whose head is constantly on fire because he was cursed in twisted metal black he was set to die in an electric chair but he didn't die but his head is constantly on fire so he's constantly in pain not only constantly in pain but i think the pain keeps um intensifying over time true like like you can't put it out but it's just always hurting more and more and more and more which sort of drives him to kill other people even more yes um, but in Twisted Metal Black, he's actually playing for the antidote. So when he wins, the guy gives him, like, the, the the antidote. But then he says, if you go back to killing again, it'll the, the flames will come back. And so he just stomps on the antidote and kills the guy instead. Callisto. Something like that. Name. Yeah. No, not something like that. It literally is. Oh. Like, the... the um, or is it the Calypso? Leader, what? Callisto? What? Or is it Calypso? Calypso? It could be Calypso, I guess. I could be wrong. Whatever. I'm wrong a lot. Whatever. But the thi- yeah, but he the kills thing him. Is, like, kills him good. But the um setup, like the story, could be pretty much the exact same thing in Mortal Kombat. Like he could be fighting like for the antidote. Yeah, or and then for the, the way end, to he get could to just, stop. He could just like refuse it and kill somebody or you know? Quan Chi will give him the, an- the, the, you know, the answer yeah. that he's looking for. Um, but a uh, little side note, what I would like to see in mortal Kombat would be not just like endings, but like twist metal black did where they actually had beginnings and even sort of like a middle chunk. Like when you got halfway through it, they showed a little more story. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would like to see that, like have, um show like at the beginning like why they're fighting or and then sort of see that play through the uh 10 matches or whatever yeah yeah because right now i think it's just like you get that little brief like 30 second outro um outro at the end but yeah in twisted metal black it was it started out where like you know callisto or whatever his name is picks each of these people in like out of prison or wherever they are and then halfway through the game, you find out, like, their full backstory, like, where, you know, why they were in this deadly car crash contest. Right. And then at the end, you find out what happens when they win. So it's a really, it was really good stories in t- I actually, on top of the game. I, I, like, I like the story in that game more than I actually like the game. Because I remember that I put in sort of God, like I put in the code for God mode so I can just run around and blow shit up <laughs> and then, so I could see the story. Like, I do not really care for the game very much. I liked that game. But anyway. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it, but not enough to play through it with every character all the way through. Gotcha. That's what I'm saying. Well, now there's YouTube, so you don't have to do that. Huh. Anyway, let's move on. Let's go to your number one. My number one. Um is a character that is very close, near and dear to my heart and my childhood. 
Um, and and when you, when you hear it, you'll be like, "What? It's like a child a child cartoon. Like why? Uh, how does this work?" And I I will explain it. But my number one pick is the Shredder. Who are you? How did you find this place? And what is your mission? I am Michelangelo. This is my home. My mission is to serve the cool forces of good, to obey my totally hip master splinter, and whenever possible, to consume Mondo portions of pizza. He's really in trouble. He thinks he's Michelangelo. As Michelangelo, he seems to know nothing about Shredder. I must speak to Shredder himself. When you hear the name Shredder, you will become your former insidious self. Shredder. 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 Splinter, my sworn enemy. How did I get here? Let me go, or I'll shell you like walnuts. Yep, he's his former insidious self, all right. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But isn't that just like a kid's cartoon? It is like a kid's cartoon, but it actually started out, like most people know, as a, a comic book that is actually pretty violent. Not violent to the stages that, say, a Mortal Kombat is. But um, but it's not a huge jump. But it wouldn't be a huge jump. Like there, there's definitely murder. Uh, Leonardo actually stabs people with his swords. Um, uh, Raph stabs people with his eyes. Like people get hurt, as opposed to like in the cartoon where it's just robots blowing up. Um. So what, and I think. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You had a so question. So what, what were your what are your like entrances? What are your finishers? Um, God, that is, you know, I guess I don't really, uh, like I keep racking my brain, about what he could do for a finisher, but the, the guy has a friggin' suit of knives is what it like. That's why he's called shredder. Like he has like blades on his wrists, on his, uh, shins, like they're everywhere. Um, so he could definitely do something uh, like that. So I just imagine a lot of uh, decapitating, uh, decapitations and am- amputees. and Yeah, those gauntlets he's got are pretty badass. Yeah. So like, uh, also, um, you could do something with that. I was like, you could like maybe punch through the guy's chest or something and like just cut cut him the crap up. Or I was thinking that like, he could. Uh, sort of take a step back, take a big swig of mutagen, oh, turn into super shredder, turn into super shredder, and um, Goro actually has a finisher like like this that I've seen where he just kind of like shoves his hands in between the guy and just sort of like tears him in part, tears him apart in half. So I'm thinking it could do something like that, just something like with brute strength, which is uh, like pretty much the complete antithesis of how he fights beforehand because he's. You know, he's a ninja, so he's, he's very ninja, fast. Yeah. Um, so just or like grab his uh, the guy's arms and just like pull him apart that way. Um, so just something very well brutal and um, violent. Like, I, I'm sorry, I can't be more <laughs> descriptive than that. But yeah, I I don't know. I it never would have occurred to me until you said it. But I think it. I think it would be a lot of fun to play as the Shredder in the Mortal Kombat games. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the dude's a ninja, so he's right up there with, um, like, uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. And where Scorpion uh, uses his sword more and more, um, and even in, in Mortal Kombat X, uh, 
Sub Zero actually like makes all sorts of weapons out of ice in his combos, which is pretty cool looking. Like he'll make a sledgehammer and a sword. Yeah. Um, so like having Shredder like break out uh, his, his own katana now and now and again, not completely out of um, not at all possibility. So he could definitely use that. Um, but he's got like spiked like shin guards too. Mm-hmm. So like uh, you could do just like like uh, I imagine like grabbing specials where he just sort of like like grabs them and then sort of like knees them in the chest, like in the stomach with his uh, giant blades on his knees. So there's a lot of different things that you could do, but it's mostly just a lot of stabbing. He's a stabby um, kind of guy. He's a stabby guy. Uh, so like I don't know. Do you have any? Other ideas. It's not really the most fleshed out of my picks, but it still still is my favorite. Um, I don't know. I think it's badass. I, like, especially if they made him like look realistic and stuff, it would be badass to see the shredder in that game. Um, as far as finishers, I guess I don't know. Like, he's he uses a lot of lasers and stuff. And yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, I I don't know if I don't know if I would do the more um, cartoony things. Like he does use the lasers and stuff in the cartoon show, but I think I would just like to see him stick to sort of uh, his um, Japanese roots. Yeah. And his uh, martial arts. Kind of like he was um, in the first movie when he's fighting all four turtles without even breaking a sweat mm-hmm. until he sees Splinter and then like forgets all of his training and then just runs headlong. At well. Him. Well, because he sees him and he's just so angered by the sight of him. Like, that's the whole point. Like, he lets his rage uh, cloud his mind. You can't let, you have to learn to master your rage or else. Or your rage will become your master. That's what you were going to say, wasn't it? Maybe. Um, yeah, so that, it, I was going to say something. But then you went and quoted Mystery Man and now I forgot. But that's the whole uh, idea is that he just forgets his training and runs headlong at him. Yeah. Um, before that, I was going to try and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what else uh, he could use as a finisher, though. Maybe just another a fatality could just be like a lot of kind of sort of like what you said with the bride with those like, um, five, like the finger. Five, yeah. five finger touch. But like something fast like that. Uh, but then like maybe he steps away. And then the guy just like, just all of a sudden just falls into like a, a, like a pile of limbs. Like he's just like striking so fast that you don't see him making cuts yeah. on him. Yeah. I was going to say that same thing. Like he has just a bunch of like big swipes with the blades on his hands and like he steps away and the guy looks fine. And then he just kind of like slides apart. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if he like, like moves to, to walk away or something. Yeah. And then he just, yeah, just slips into um, Every, all the a pieces bunch of different fall pieces. Apart, yeah. Oh, um, as far as like uh, uh, the conversations that they would have, I would like to see him and Johnny Cage. Like Johnny Cage, like comes up and he goes, "Whoa, who are you supposed to be?" And um, Shredder will say something in Japanese. He, he would, then, or, or he would say it in Japanese, or he would, would he just say like, "I'm a Roku Saki." No, I, I say he would like say something in Japanese that. You know, nobody <laughs> nobody understands. And then Johnny Cage just goes, I don't know what you just said, man, but let's go. <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't like Johnny like, Cage, oh, but I do like that okay. he's an idiot. 
I Johnny Cage is becoming my favorite character <laughs> in, the show, in, the, in the franchise. Like he, like he's just dumb, but also like. Like he's becoming, I think, the main character, <laughs> especially in Mortal Kombat X, where like I think Liu Kang is supposed to be the bad guy. Like I think in the story, Johnny Cage will eventually get killed. So I, I don't know if you could say he's the main character, but it's definitely, definitely think he's one of the, like the more central characters, uh, central characters in in the franchise right now, which I am totally for. I don't mind it. I do. I mean, but, he's a lovable buffoon. <laughs> There, like, there's one in, um, like, when he goes up against Kotal Khan, uh, Kotal Khan, like, steps in and says something about, like, you'll bear witness to my ascension. And Johnny Cage just goes, all right, you bring all the bears you want. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to it's get this game. So, it's so funny. It's so stupid. All right. Oh, man. Should we move on? All right, now, yes, what is your number one, sir? Uh, you know what my number one is. You you, you wrote an article using my number one that's true but so why don't you tell everyone else if you haven't read blake's article which you should go read it at geek party i'll put the link in the description here but um the greatest character that would ever be in this game is my number one pick and he was a real person he died recently but in every single way, he would be the greatest character in the history of any of any game he was in. I'm not. This pick is not just for Mortal Kombat. This pick is for any video game in the history of video games. And of course, I'm uh, talking about the Macho Man Randy Savage. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. I'm funky like a monkey. Sky's the limit and space is the place. Hello. <laughs> My curiosity is killing me just like a cat would be killed. By the curiosity, yeah. I say I'm a million percent. That is better than a hundred percent. A million percent? A million percent. I am the type of person that doesn't talk negative. I stay positive. Lex Luger, we got a date with Destiny right now, yeah. Because of the fact machine versus machine and man versus man doubled and tripled by the exposure of the WCW Heavyweight Championship belt, don't you think I have a little bit of interest right there? I think friendships, friendships, business is business. I'm sitting all along, yeah. What it is is what it is. And tonight, in just a few seconds, if you can wait, because I can't. Are you jittery? I'm always jittery. It's my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Macho Man nothing Randy Savage. Nothing. nothing. Nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? More. I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho the cream of the crop. The cream of the crop. The cream always rises to the top. But, like, can you just, like, first of all, his intro, like, video is, you know, one liners. Those are all coming out of his promos. Those are all just ripping his actual voice from old footage and putting it in there. And it doesn't really need to make sense because it's Cause macho. It's man. macho man. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> what he said really made sense anyway. Exactly. Which is awesome. So everything that he said, he's coming out. He's got like the big, you know, neon colored 
uh, cowboy hat, got the jacket with the fringes on it, got the big old shades, the macho shades, and he just lays waste to people because that's what the macho man does. Now, does he actually fight with the uh, the jacket with all of the the tassels on it? Yes, he does. Because that would Cause be that badass. Would be hard, that'd be that'd be hard to animate, though. It'd be badass to animate, like having those fringes flying around. Yeah, it would look cool. I'm just saying it would be difficult. I I don't know. I think it would be fine. I think they've got enough power in those machines. Yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure they've got people that have like stuff hanging from them. Yeah, but not like. 20 different things on one arm. That's true. Either way, it'd be badass. You, I mean, he'd, he'd have multiple skins. We know that. Yeah. So there'd be that have one. His, uh, have the Macho King skin. Yep. He's wearing all gold. It'd be those. It'd be the NWO. Right. Oh, man. this is it, The madness. The madness. It would be amazing. Um. So, like, his finisher, of course, would be the elbow off the top rope, but, you know, elbow lands on the head, the head explodes. Just flattens it. Yeah, just, like, it crushes the brain, it. like, pops out the top. Um, uh, You know, he's got, uh, do they do they have I taunts said, in these games? Do they have any uh, You in? can't stop and taunt. They're, the only thing that looks like a taunt is, like, say you win a round. Gotcha. Like, then sometimes somebody will say something. Okay, because he's got plenty of those. Take any match he's ever been in. It'd be like, if you do get, like, Jay Lethal, it's a, another professional wrestler, does, like, a great impression of Macho Man. It's like, um, you probably can't even tell the difference. <laughs> but they like, get him to say, like, I'll snap you like a Slim Jim. Yep. <laughs> Everything. Just, uh I'm, He, um. I, I think for an X-ray, it would be cool as, like, um. He kind of comes in, like, hits, like, belts him in the face a couple times, mm-hmm. but then, like, grabs a chair and just swings it at his head. And, like, that'll be the part that, like, one of the parts that X-rays is just yes. hit in the face and, like, the forehead just caves in. I love it. I love it. Um, He could even have, like, a, a friendship where he gives his opponent his glasses. Yeah. No, that was more of a Bret Hart thing. Yeah, I suppose that would be. Did Macho Man really do that? I I suppose he didn't do that. But, I mean, he's got glasses. <laughs> or his hat. He could give him his hat. How's that? Macho Man doesn't give another man a hat. <laughs> his hat? Are you kidding? Uh, maybe, he picks, maybe he picks him up and puts him on his shoulder. like um, Oh, like Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. Yes, there it is. Perfect. Oh man! But yeah, like every or just or just raises his ha- their hand like yeah, like, like at the end of the, yeah. There you go. Like Any of that would work. Any of that would work. If it was a girl character, maybe he puts her on his shoulder, like Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, like everything he says, everything he does in the game would be straight out of what stuff that he's actually done. Um, and who wouldn't? want to play as the macho man in a Mortal Kombat game or any fighting game. If if you show me somebody who doesn't want to play as the Mortal Kombat or doesn't want to play as the macho man, I will show you a person who I do not want to know. Somebody I do uh, not want to be friends with. Uh, again, Scott Nash was pretty questionable about my pick of macho man in the article. So I think you have a bone to pick with him. <sighs> 
I I don't understand how you could possibly diss on the Macho Man in any way, shape, or form. I don't know either. I mean, for one, the man's dead. Show a little respect. Exactly. But he's the cream of the crop. He's going to give a million percent. Too hot, too cold to hold, too hot to handle. Space is the place and... Oh, I can't remember this whole thing. Other things. But yeah, he he had a whole... Yeah, everything he said was magical. Because he said it with the Macho Man's voice. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, sir... Um, that's our top fives. Is any if anyone you know has their ideas, uh, they can definitely let us know. I I'm interested in finding out. I don't know if if you care to hear what the people have to say. I am I am interested. Well, where would they go do that? Well, they could go to Twitter, and they could find us at High Five Podcast. It's only it's a singular High Five single podcast. High Five Podcast. On Twitter at High Five Podcast, Jesus Christ! You can find us on Facebook <laughs> on facebook.com backslash High Five Podcast, High Fives Podcast, or you could just search for High Fives of Blake and Eric. Wouldn't yeah, that really exactly. You could like our page on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash High Fives, or just search for us. You'll find us. Uh, you could send us an email at High Fives at Outlook.com. Uh, Google Plus. We're on Google Plus. You can find us there. Um, or you can, you know what? If you want to find all of that stuff, you just go to our website, highfivespodcast.com. We're legit. As legit as I can make us, yes. We're pretty legit. Too legit to quit. Exactly. We are too legit to quit. Too legitimate to forfeit. <laughs> um, other than that, anything else you wanted to say, sir? Um, not really. I'm just going to be playing a lot of Mortal Kombat X. Nice. This coming week. Um, I guess I don't want to give people, most people would right now, this would be the time when they would be like, oh, my uh, Xbox Live profile is this. But really, I don't want to play with you guys. Yeah. I'm not putting my information out there like that. Like maybe if you want to. There's 14 people that listen to this show. You really are too afraid. I just. Maybe send me a message on uh, Twitter, something. I mean, what's your Twitter ad- address? Um, you could Twitter the pro, um, High Fives podcast, <laughs> and we'll figure it out from there. Um, I think we're done. Are we I done? Think that's, oh, I, I did. Show, before, man. before we leave, I wanted to mention um, there's a new podcast that just came out, and they've got like six episodes, seven, something like that. Um, my cousin Charlie is doing a podcast with his roommate and a friend of theirs, and it's called 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, where mm-hmm. they listen to an old pod or, or they watch an old movie. And then they podcast about how they felt about it, how they feel about it differently now. So it's worth a listen. I think Charlie's pretty funny. Sounds interesting. Sounds a lot better than the concept behind our show. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Why are you, yeah, why are you guys listening to this show when you could be listening to that one? They did like Jurassic Park. They did All Dogs Go to Heaven. They did uh, The Labyrinth. They did Lion King. 
What do they think of all dogs go to heaven? Do uh, they like it? Charlie loved it. I don't think they they ended up thinking that it's maybe not meant as much for kids because in the beginning of the movie, Charlie owns a casino. Charlie the dog in the movie owns yeah, a casino. That's probably and, it's probably why Charlie liked it so much is the main character was named Charlie. He he does mention that he likes it because of that, but anyway. Yeah. That's another show you should check out. But and I guess go check out the Nash cast and digital. Squirrel. If you want, if you want, yeah. If you, if you want to. I don't want to give him too good of a shout out. Right, oh. We're supposed to give him a backhanded comment. Yeah, I think we've comment. done enough of that. Actually, I think I think we've straight up insulted him now, haven't we? You're pretty funny for how stupid you look. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> And you look pretty funny for how stupid you are. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh. ha. Oh, good times. No, we like those guys. They're good. They're cool. Also, it was Scott's birthday the other day. Right? Yeah, I saw that. So that was why we were supposed to give him the backhanded compliment. Right. I I would I didn't give him I didn't um tell him happy birthday on his birthday because you know he he's english and i thought birthdays were something that english people lamented rather than actively celebrated so that was just that was totally on me um i corrected it later uh turns out it's still a thing over there huh interesting that's good to know do they have Mm -hmm. cake on their birthday over there or do they like have fish and chips or something and probably something stupid in english stupid in english it's pro- they probably do have cake, but it's probably not cake how we think of it. Interesting. Like how an elevator is a lift over there. Ugh, they probably they probably Ugh. do have a stupid name for birthday cake over there. It's like yeah, it's, it's, birthday it's, spongy. You, it's like it's they'll call it a birthday spongy. How do they even function, man? Huh. Like day to day. Stupidly. They they function I'm, stupidly. I'm con- <laughs> I'm continually surprised that, that country just doesn't erupt in flames, <laughs> like on a daily basis. Ah, uh, well. Until next time, I'm Eric. I'm Blake. And you've just been high fived. Oh, shit. Drop my controller. Well, don't do that. I already did it. Well, don't do it again. There's no changing it. It happened already. Already? Already. Already. Dude, I got back from running like three miles. Three miles? Like, Why would you do that? A half hour ago, and I'm still sweating. And I guess I'm I'm finally it's stopping but it lasted so long, and it was gross. That's why I quit working out. It was probably a bad idea that I put my headphones on, because now they're sweaty as well. Damn it. Everything's going to be sweaty. It is. It's really going to come through the podcast. Listeners are going to be able to smell it. This is going to be, be the like, sweatiest what? podcast of all time. It, it's true. It is. 
awesome. I mean, I'm sure everybody's no excited it. about it. 